From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Yes, I am. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Slink, Gay Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. As always, Jeff Parlay is here as well, producer number five and eight, Grover Cleveland of Producers. How you doing, Jeffrey? Good? I'm good. We had a, we had a fun time last night, Gil. We did. We uh, For those who are Megapod fans, the beating of the book of Megapod, typically after Thursday's show, we go, we race to the D, said all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, tries to do as many shows from the D as possible in a year. And Mike Palm had to go to D.C. and Iowa. And so we had to do it last night. Not had to do it, just a different, we just had to, you know, switch it up. So we did it after primetime action last night, late night at the South Point. Jeff Parlay was on with us. Las Vegas Chris, multiple contest winner, was on with us. So right at the end of this show today, we will post the Megapod, uh, and that will be available to everybody. On this show this morning, Bill Krakenberger is always unscripted with the Crackman Hour number two. Andy McNeil, we thought we'd bring Andy McNeil in this morning because a a major trade, I think I can go ahead and call it a major trade in hockey, Um yeah, you know, hockey doesn't typically move the needle for us on the show in November, but big trade between the Sabres and the Golden Knights. We'll get Andy's thoughts on that and all of his hockey plays for today as well. Uh, Jeff and I will go through our power rankings. This has become a Thursday tradition on the show. After our power rankings were blown up in shambles last week in the National Football League, we'll find out uh, how ours differ, how's our, how ours are similar. We'll do that as well. Uh, NBA Coach of the Year, the very early look at NBA Coach of the Year. It's pretty interesting, Mark, we'll do that as well. 
Um, but we thought we'd start here, and we don't normally do. So on Primetime Action, which I do with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, Monday through Friday evening, we, on Friday specifically, we just go through every NFL game, analysis of injury report, and really you shouldn't make an NFL bet without listening to that. Now, on this show, we don't usually do that. First of all, we have less time on this show than we do on that one. But this week, and I think this morning is the, is the perfect time to do it, obviously with the, with the Aaron Rodgers, Michigan's from yesterday, like we need to update. There's like six different starting quarterbacks. And so let's start, Jeff. Let's just go through some of these games because I just, for myself, for everybody who is thinking of betting NFL games, teasing NFL games, if not doing straight bets, survivor, handicapping contest, whatever, you kind of need to know, not kind of, you need to know the status on all these guys. So let's start, Jeff. I'll just, I'll tee you up for these guys and you'll go through the latest. Let's start with some of the easier ones, the more positive ones. Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Cowboys, big favorites against Denver this week. What's the latest on Dak? So Dak, of course, that suffered that calf injury at the end of the New England game a few weeks ago, missed last week, uh, famously Cooper Rush. Stepping in, beating Minnesota. Uh, Dak, uh, limited practice yesterday. The hope from Dallas camp is that he will be a full go today. Of course, they are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite right now against the Denver Broncos. Indicating that he's a go. Indicating that he is a go. Gil, if I was Dallas, if I were, if I were running that team, there was no way I would bother playing him this week. There's Again, no you're, way. you're leading the division by 1,000 games. But here's the thing. When Cooper Rush beats Minnesota, right, you get away with sitting Dak. Let's use the phrase get away with. You know what I mean? You, you, you still get the W, a game that you were prepared to lose without Dak Prescott. Does it start to creep into your head if you're a uh, Cowboys organizational guy where you're like, well, maybe we can get the number one seed now. But this is an AFC game, right? This is an interconference game against the Broncos, so it means a little less. You wouldn't play him. No, because I think they can beat Denver without Dak. Minnesota, Minnesota, winning at Minnesota is a much harder task than beating a mediocre team at home. The betting problem with this again, and I hate to keep injecting Survivor into everything, but like this is obviously like a big deal for a lot of people because you, when you're out, you're out, right? Can you play the Cowboys without a hundred percent certainty that Dak is playing? Because the last thing in the world you want is that news coming down late Saturday after the deadline. Like, oh, it's going to be Cooper Rush or early Sunday morning. Dak looks good. You know, you see him doing his warm-ups, but he's, he's not going to play. So it looks good for Dak, but you're not a hundred percent certain he's going to play, given all those reasons. Kyler Murray of the Cardinals, they're facing the San Francisco 49ers at San Francisco this week. So this is an interesting one because Kyler Murray yesterday said his ankle felt good. He did not practice yesterday. Of course, that's a left ankle sprain. Uh, he's been dealing with it for a few weeks, but really aggravated it at the end of the Green Bay game. We saw in that final drive, he was hopping around. He was uncomfortable after the bizarre interception in that game. He needed help coming off the field. Yeah. Uh, no practice for him yesterday. By the way, also no practice for DeAndre Hopkins yesterday for Arizona. It looks like it's going to be a game-time decision for Kyler Murray on Sunday. And look, if you look at the way this game has been bet and the way the market has moved on the San Francisco game, Gil, right now, we are showing a pick on this game. We're showing a pick. Mm. So <clears throat> the bettors think it is going to either be a extremely hampered Kyler Murray 
or that he's flat out just not going to play. In and it would be game. Colt McCoy as their backup quarterback. Yes, significantly better than having Strevler like they did last yeah. year in a winner-take-all game. Whoever was like, guess uh, we, we, I remember when that happened on primetime with Kyler. Was like, guess who the backup quarterback is? No one could name him at the time. So it, if the Niners end up being a slight dog again, that to me is a teaser like on the Niners. But this is interesting because he they, there was a report in AZ Central where it was like one to three weeks maybe with the ankle. But it looked like it was trending positively. But the line certainly doesn't indicate that. Uh, what about Justin Herbert? People are going to be like, Justin Herbert? He came up on, uh, on a, you know, in the news yesterday with a, an injury that is very concerning, a right-hand injury. What is, what is that? Was he limited in practice yesterday? Yeah, he, he practiced but lim- was limited. Uh, look, a, a, this injury was apparently first suffered in week three against Kansas City, where he banged his hand on a helmet, following through on a pass. Um, he did the same thing against New England last week. And Gill, it was a horrible performance all the way around with the Chargers. And we have seen this line, and we've talked about it, and when people listen to the, the Megapod, there's even more discussion line. on this game. Yeah, This line is very perplexing, that the Chargers are only a point and a half at Philadelphia. But... It's pretty obvious now why it's that low. It is there is a little bit concerned about Herbert. Even if he goes, Gil, we're not talking about like it's we've seen in the past where left hand injuries have happened with quarterbacks. He throws with his right throwing hand. Throwing with the, the throwing hand, we've seen. Look, Tony Romo missed time with an injury similar to this a few years ago. So a little bit of a concern. Looks like he's going to go, but was limited in practice on Wednesday with that hand injury. Uh, okay. How about Terod Taylor and the Houston Texans? A lot of people considering a Dolphins bet this week, but they're not going to do it if it's Terod. What's the latest with him? So Terod Taylor is a little bit different. Uh, Houston has a bye next week. So he hasn't been removed yet from IR. He is that designate T to come back from IR, one of the few that you're allowed. Uh, so with the bye, if you're in tank, I, if I you're in tank be, mode, look, just look, keep him out. They've been very mute on what his actual status is. They haven't said much. We've heard Coley over the week says when he's ready to play, he'll play. But they've been very, uh, very cautious with it. And I, look, I don't don't expect to see him play personally, but he hasn't practiced this week and still nursing that hamstring injury he suffered a week too. It's just another game you cannot bring yourself, at least again for survivor players, or just a bet, right? You can't bring yourself to bet it until you know for sure. But with a bye coming, you would you would assume they would just be like, no, trust me, your hamstring still hurts, Tarot. Just got to sit out for one more week. You know, what's the point? Uh, Russell Wilson on pace to come back in week 10. That is the hope for Seattle. He had the pin that was in his finger that he, uh, that he broke uh, or dislocated, I should say, actually, in that game against the Rams. Had the pin removed and tweeted a picture of said pin on Monday, Gil. Uh, a little bit interesting. Just in case, just in case you missed it, just, I had a pin in my finger. Yes, uh, he had the tweet of the pin going in the finger, also, which was a little bit gross. But uh, that's a different, different story for a different day. Uh, the the hope for Russell Wilson is that he can go next week against Green Bay, which then circles us back completely to the news that broke during the show yesterday. And this is the and this is the we crescendo to Aaron Rodgers. By the way, great job out of you yesterday during the show while Appreciate it was happening. It. What it so so this comes down to Aaron Rodgers then. We know he's out this week. What so the ten days because we now know he's unvaccinated, right? That was what came out yesterday, even though in August he said, I'm immunized. He carefully used that word. 
and you know the words that are just make you not like Aaron Rodgers that much, where he says, oh, I don't judge those who are unvaccinated. Little did we know he was talking about himself. Um, Ten days extends us to when? The eve of the next game? Yeah, next Saturday. So he'll have to have the two negative tests within 24 hours to even have a chance to play next Sunday against the Seahawks. So based off the timing, this could turn into two games. Could. Could. And what about those who say, hey, wait a minute, there, he also appears to have violated protocols of not wearing a mask, and there's some who speculate, could he get suspended, or is does that come down on the team itself and it won't come down on him? No one really seems to have a good grasp of that yet. Um, you would imagine, based off the reporting, the reporting has all been Ian Rappaport and uh, NFL Network and ESPN as well, uh, that... Rodgers had been following protocol in the building, so he'd been wearing a mask, distancing, doing everything that the league requires. So I don't see a suspension coming down. It's amazing, man. Michael Thomas uh, out for the year after the uh, delayed surgery he decided to take. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. told to uh, stay home, the words they used. Uh, Kevin Stefanski telling all the uh, Cleveland Browns. So even with with a trade deadline going out with a whimper, all of this happening this week, the Vaughn Miller trade ends up being the biggest thing that happened, and none of that to mention, of course, the most tragic of all things, uh, the Henry Ruggs DUI resulting in death also surrounding that football game as well. Obviously, the, uh, the tragedy being far more important, but as we look through everything through a betting prism, that's in the mix as well. My goodness. Well, I think this is the NBA or something with all, the, uh, with all that's going on. There are the injuries on the screen. Um... That's the latest on all. We'll come back. We'll talk about this big hockey trade. Then we'll do our power rankings in the NFL. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is here and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, big trade went down in hockey. We must bring in Andy McNeil from Edmonton, Alberta to discuss. You can find him on Twitter at Digital Gambler. There is Andy from his uh, home studio there in Edmonton. How you doing, man? You good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, big news out of uh, Vegas and out of Buffalo, obviously. Uh, Jack Eichel, disgruntled captain. Well, you uh, former captain of the Sabres. They stripped him uh, of the captaincy uh, earlier this year. Um, but, yeah, it's a huge deal. As you know, the the Golden Knights have been very close to, you know, to getting to the promised land these last few years. And uh, a big-time forward like Jack Eichel will certainly help them get over the hump. Yeah, so for casual hockey fans, we think of Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews as these two great young pillars. But it's really Connor McDavid and Eichel who sort of were associated with each other at the same time, came up together just sort of anecdotally as like, oh, there's these two guys at the same time. And Eichel ends up with the Sabres. And I just want to ask you about this. First, first of all, the, the deal is this, that the Golden Knights acquire Eichel uh, in return. The Sabres get Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, and two conditional picks. There's the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter uh, account. Jack Eichel is a Golden Knight. Three exclamation points in, in capitals. Hashtag Vegas born. So a, a few things I want to ask you about this. As someone, again, for, for those of us who are following football and basketball more closely, one, 
this seemed to come down to a dispute over how to handle a neck injury where Eichel himself wanted to do a disc replacement. And the Vegas Golden Knights and the Calgary Flames, who were interested in him, once they found out the Buffalo Sabres were like, yeah, we don't want you to do that. We want you to do a whole replacement. Excuse me. We want you to do the uh, the fusion. We don't want you to do a disc replacement. And the, the Flames, who, by the way, haven't lost a hockey game, and the Knights were both like, uh, we'll let you do your... Uh, We'll let you do your disc replacement. We'll see you in three months. Is this not ridiculous that an organization, let me translate so you can understand, Andy, an organization like the uh, Buffalo Sabres would just so, would, would let a guy like that go based on that? But you're saying there's, there's history still even before that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not the authority on this subject. That's for sure. I, 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 as a sports better, I mean, most of this kind of behind the scenes stuff really doesn't concern me all that much. Um, but, but it, it did seem a little bit odd uh, that that the player and uh, uh, apparently, you know, numerous other medical professionals and whatnot had, uh, you know, advocated for this procedure. But the Sabers were, were seemingly totally against it, and and they were willing to uh, to lose Eichel. Um, over it, I guess. So um, the Sabres' loss is another team's game. But again, I, I think it's unfair that Eichel was drafted second overall behind Connor McDavid. Uh, really, the NHL should have held a tournament to you know to win Connor McDavid. I mean, he's that much uh, above everybody else. Um, you know, in that in that class and in in most draft class, obviously. Um, but but Eichel is still a, a fantastic player, and we've seen glimpses of that over the years. And and I don't know when this injury really started to impact his play, so it's hard to tell. You know what type of player we're going to get here, but um, this is this is a big deal for Vegas, and uh, you know so much of their offense has has flowed through uh, Alex Petrolangelo. Well, certainly not this year, um, and Shea Theodore, but uh, in the past. And uh, having a guy like Jack Eichel up front with Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone really puts them in the in the same category as teams like the Lightning of the past and 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 the Avalanche here this year. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem like. I mean, again, I'll ask you to Tuck, who's obviously given a lot to this franchise, Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, and two conditional picks doesn't seem like a lot to give up for Eichel either. Yeah, does it? I, I I heard there was a rumor that there was uh, internal pressure maybe from upper management to get a deal done and you know to get it done now uh, they didn't want to didn't want this to go on any any longer um, so maybe that had a little bit to do with the the return not being uh, quite what some people thought because like frankly the the, the rumored return from the Flames uh, would have been sort of outrageous I actually yeah. wouldn't have made that deal if I was the Calgary Flames sending Matthew Kachuk and several other pieces. Uh, to the Sabres. Um, but but Vegas, where they're at, they're right on the cusp. Obviously, they're dealing with injuries right now, and they've got to make the playoffs, and that's you know likely, but still going to be a challenge given what they're dealing with. Um, they're they're in such a different position than any of these other teams, even the, even the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, because they they are so close to that Stanley Cup right now. So Eichel, you know, really really puts them over the hump here and, and should uh, should help them this season. Love it for Vegas Golden Knights fans, and I think you're right. It's probably Calgary may win by by not making that deal. Um, last thing here, the <clears throat> he's you know he's going to get his his fusion thing done now with the neck. I make it sound so easy. It's obviously as serious as anything involving the neck. But it'll be three months down the road. He is going to the Olympics, as far as I know. And so are the Golden Knights then, they're just going to be like, okay, so his first action as a Golden Knight is not going to be with the Golden Knights. It's going to be with Team USA. 
they're cool with that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's what people are saying. And then, you know, all along, I thought that playing for Team USA was probably pretty important to Jack Eichel and probably one of the reasons why he wanted to uh, get this done so quickly and probably more so than getting back to the Buffalo Sabres. He wanted to be ready uh, in time for the Olympics, right? So um, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, if you're if you're the general manager of the Vegas Golden Knights or a fan, uh, you know, I guess you're you're cheering for your country, but you are probably going to be doing so a little tensely <laughs> given right. that uh, you don't want to see him go down before he gets back into a Vegas Golden Knights uniform. That's right. Please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Go USA. All right. What do you got today? What do you like? How's the propagator uh, well, doing? Well, just, uh, you know, I've had a little, it was funny this morning as I'm working on my my daily NHL betting market report that people can find at vcin.com. Um, I had to, to switch around my, my, my short write-up on the Islanders and Canadians game because the price was bouncing all over the place. First, it was, you know, this is a great spot for the Islanders. Uh, they've had four days off. The Canadians are, are a mess, and, and they're playing their fourth game in, in six days. Uh, their roster is in flux. Cole Caulfield has been sent down to the minors and, and a bunch of other stuff going on in Montreal. Um, but minus 140 is, is a fair price. Well, then it moved to minus 125. So I'm, I'm writing that up and trying to get, get that out. Um, and then it moved back to, to minus 130. But I do like the Islanders at minus 130 or better here on the road against the, the Montreal Canadiens today. Like I said, great spot. We don't quite know who's going to start in goal. Ilya Sorokin has been fantastic after a bit of a rough start he's really turned it on and has played really well so far um but but Simeon Varlamov is is 100% and and ready to return so uh a little bit of uncertainty there but either goaltender is fine by me and I like the Islanders at at minus 130 or better but I believe there's minus 125 even out there so uh, definitely shop around all right uh nine total games in the NHL is that your only side tonight I'm I'm getting there. Like there's there's a few other games that I'm sort of monitoring. Um, it's important who starts in goal for the 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 Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames. I don't want to get stuck with yeah. Daniel Vladar rather than Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> although I would you know assume Markstrom will start. Um, and and Anton Hudobin and and Braden Holpe that could have some impact on where the market goes on that game, right? So um, the other game is a little bit intriguing is the St. Louis Blues, who played last night, lost to the Kings in overtime, uh, or a shootout, I can't recall. Um, but uh, they, they played the Sharks today, who are dealing with uh, a COVID outbreak. We don't know who's going to be back. We don't know who's going to be out. I mean, it's been like a revolving door with players in and out of COVID protocol. Um, so it's sort of one to watch. But I do like the Sharks a bit here at plus one Oh five ish because I just think the Blues aren't very good. They're missing Ryan O'Reilly, uh, who is a huge piece to that team. He plays tough minutes and plays in all the important situations, and and they haven't been good without him. So I, I expect a little bit of uh, reversion here, but I'd probably look for a little bit better. I think it's plus one ten and plus one fifteen at shops. But once again, I'm waiting to see how the roster shakes out in San Jose with so much going on. Makes complete sense. So in addition to the pick you have given out, if people want to get your updated picks or the propagator picks the rest of the day, they go where? They'll go to vcin.com and, uh, and and find the, the NHL daily betting market report, uh, which will include some player props later on in the day. But uh, BetMGM has been really good so far this season about putting them up early in the morning. Yes, they have, they have. Goals, assists, points. But these last few days, I don't know where they went. Maybe they've been getting beat 
a little bit too hard on them. I don't know. But oh, interesting. They're reassessing things. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, I just want football to go away. So these, these sports books uh, have to be forced to, to focus on NHL hockey. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna call Stone back, and we'll get an answer to that question. How about that? We'll get yeah, an answer. Please, we'll have please, him on the show. We'll the figure chain. it out. <laughs> I will move up to set it up the flagpole. See what comes back. Like, stop calling me, Gil. I don't care. The people demand NHL player props. They I do. don't know how many of them, but there are people that demand these. For NHL the people. Props. For the people. Andy, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for giving context to that trade, man. Awesome. Yeah. Take care, guys. Andy McNeil, everybody, at Digital Gambler. Uh, and again, VEASAN.com, the hockey report. You want to get all his picks during the day, not only sides, not only totals, but again, with the propagator spits out as well that's he says it's not his bread and butter but who knows one day it might be uh we'll come back our nfl power rankings next a numbers game at visa the sports betting network a numbers game with gil alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network the Breeders' Cup returns to Del Mar tomorrow and Saturday. Oh, boy, do I wish I were there. Ron Flatter Racing Pod returns with two episodes this week. Right now, listen to a new Handicappers pop-up with Chrissy Andrews, Johnny Avello, and Dwayne Colucci. Colucci! Analyzing all 14 races. Then on Friday's regular episode, Jockey Mike Smith, trainers Brad Cox, Chad Brown, and Bill Mott, workout analyst Bruno DeJulio, and XBTV's Zoe Caldman. Uh, Zoe Cadman, rather, and Jeff Siegel offer their insights. What a uh, what a pod that is. Subscribe free at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download both episodes at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod, sponsored by First Bet. <clears throat> by the way, tomorrow's show on a numbers game, tomorrow is going to be the ultimate potluck, grab bag, whatever you want to call it. We may have soccer, horse racing, and NASCAR tomorrow. That could be interesting. Jeff Coliandro in the house. Ron Flatter in the house. What else did I say? Oh, Paul Carr, of course, with soccer. So it could be all over the place tomorrow. We shall see. In the meantime, of course, we'll talk about Thursday Night Football between the Colts and the uh, Jets tonight as well. NFL Top 10 Power Rankings. Now, uh, we don't establish the criteria of, of what, we're, what we're doing here. Are we doing it based on what we think the spread will be? Are we doing it uh, based on... You know, who we think we would bet on at the time. So we all have our own way of doing this. And it's purposely without criteria because you just want to get a mix of what how people view things. Um, so we we had the same 10 teams. Me, uh, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and you, Jeff Parlay, my two shows here at VEASAN, we all had the same 10 teams reshuffled in our top 10 the last two weeks. No longer. Uh here are my top 10 teams. The Raiders make their first appearance at number 10. Why? Because I just don't think, you know, you could have said the New Orleans Saints or a team like that, but that's essentially where we are at number 10, that kind of team at that level. The Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders are number 10 for me. Baltimore remains at number 9. They actually, being idle, move up a spot here. Kansas City was the team that I purged for my top 10. Interestingly, even in victory, um, I decided to purge them. Kelly and Matt both had them still in their top 10. I just don't, I'm not with the Chiefs. Not with it. Don't think they're a good football team. I have the Chargers falling to eight, which I got some flack from uh, Las Vegas Chris on the Megapod for yesterday, who said he thinks in his numbers they're closer to bottom eight or bottom nine, he said, than they are to top nine, which I reject completely. Come on now. He acts like he's won multiple contests or something. Oh, wait, what he has. Uh, Titans 
seventh, and I know there's no Derrick Henry, but I need to see it on the field first before I purge it. If you don't have the Titans in your top ten, I get it. But I still, I, I've had them in my top ten from the beginning, and that has aged well, so I'm not going to just take them out um, because of the Henry injury, though that could just be one week, you know, before I do that. Green Bay, yes, there's no Aaron Rodgers this week, but if it's only a one-week absence, I'm not knocking them down. And so Green Bay actually moves up six after that really impressive win without Devontae Adams over the Cardinals. Now, the top five, this is where Matt Kelly and I actually did have the same five teams, just reshuffled. The Dallas Cowboys make their first appearance in my top five. They're number five. That Cooper Rush win over the Vikings solidifies the top five for me. That football team can only be brought down by their head coach, who, by the way, is the short shot to win NFL Coach of the Year. I mean, come on. Stop it. Oh, he's been bailed out so many times already this year by Prescott and Zerline. Number four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lose to the Trevor Simeon-led New Orleans Saints. I'm not going to crush them for that, but they do drop from number two to number four for me. Cardinals remain the same. And I get it uh, from the Cardinals Packers game. I just decided I'm I'm gonna I'm going to move the Packers up, but I'm not going to penalize the Cardinals because if AJ Green looks back, they probably win that football game. So I'm not going to go nuts. Cardinals stay at number three. If you have them at four or five, I'm not going to quibble. I just wouldn't drop them too far. And then the two best teams. I don't know that you cannot have the Bills and Rams in some form at one or two. The Bills happens to be my one, the Rams two. But if you said Rams one, Bills two, I wouldn't have any trouble with that at all. We'll see what Parlay has. I have no idea what you have. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let, let, let's throw mine on the screen here let's because see what you're, happens. Uh, you're 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 gonna you're, we have the same ten. We but do it's very different. We have the same ten. We have the same ten. Wow, but it's very different. Okay, so you see the flavor here. If you're oh, watching I do see one big difference. Okay, my entire top five are the top five teams in the NFC. One, two, three, four, five. The Rams come in at number one. Dallas comes in at number two. Arizona down from one to three. The, the reasoning for moving Arizona down two spots instead of just keeping them at number one, which, look, they lost a close game against a team that I think is pretty good. I'm not still certain how good Green Bay is, but they're clearly going to be in the playoffs and going to be a threat, assuming Rodgers, uh, assuming whenever Rodgers comes back, I should say. But Kyler Murray's long-term sustainability scares me. It and does. Because remember, it kind of happened last year, it, too. Exactly. Yeah. Got hurt at the end of the year. Of course, they missed the playoffs, even though they had a big get-up on the competition to get in. But those two teams at the top, again, if Dallas was coached by anyone other than Mike McCarthy, basically, and I said this a few weeks ago, Dallas would be number one in my rankings. Because that de- that offense is so good and has so many weapons, and has a great offensive line. I know there's some question about Tyron Smith this week, but you expect him to get healthy as the season goes along. That that offense almost might, that offense is pretty darn close to being good enough to just saying, you know what, it doesn't even matter that Mike McCarthy's our coach. We're that good. I'm the first person to admit that it, there, it might be the D.C. in me that keeps him as low as five, just because I can't stomach putting him any higher, but they're clearly top five to me. But I just, the Mike McCarthy thing kills me. It's a huge, huge issue. There's no arguing that. And look, we know what he is at this point. And, and that's, look, the Rams had won. Sean McVay is still a good, uh, still a very good coach. So that's the advantage of the Rams over Dallas. Uh, Rams won, Dallas two, Cardinals three. Tampa didn't move off a of four. That's just for whatever reason. New Orleans, a horrible matchup for that team. 
I, I not entirely sure why. Tom but Brady's kryptonite. They just they just match up really well. Green Bay moves up a few spots to number five. Uh, that was a really good win without Devontae Adams in Arizona. Uh, if Rodgers didn't test positive for COVID, I thought this was going to be an absolute destruction in favor of Green Bay this week. Uh, even if they lose, especially if they lose a close game, I don't anticipate moving them off of five unless if someone below them gets has has a great game this week. So this is the biggest difference between your ranking yeah. and mine. Buffalo is all the way down to number six. If Derrick Henry didn't get hurt, Tennessee Titans would be ahead of the Buffalo Bills on my rankings. The Bills, to me, have beaten a lot of bad teams so far this year. And the the only game that they have played against the team that I view as good this year was Tennessee. And they lost that game. They lost it home to Pittsburgh, who had no offense at the time and still has no offense. There are ways to beat Josh Allen and slow down Josh Allen. We've now seen that in these last two games. Yes, I know they scored 31 points against Tennessee, but that offense wasn't as efficient in that game as they were early in the year. And Miami kind of put the blueprint out last week. Keep Josh Allen in the pocket. Don't let him run around and create plays with his legs. You can at least slow this offense down. Will they be the one seed in the AFC? Probably, because their schedule's a joke the rest of the way, and they play in a horrible division. But they're beatable to me. So they're begrudgingly to me the number one AFC team coming in at number six. Matt, Matt Kelly and I uh, on primetime, we had we had Rams, Bills. They, I think they had Rams one and Bills two. I had Bills one Rams two. We all had them at, at one and two. Six might be a little low for my taste, but I don't – like, I don't fundamentally disagree with what you're talking about. And then, again, our, our top ten teams are the same but reshuffled. That's amazing to me. Uh, uh, Tennessee, seven. Baltimore, eight. They moved up by the virtue of not playing. I put the Raiders ahead of the Chargers. They're, they're interchangeable to me. And it wouldn't shock me if Vegas loses this week and we have a different team in the top ten uh, replacing Vegas like Vegas replaced Cincinnati last the week. The biggest issue I had with Matt and Kelly's is the Kansas City thing. Because even in victory, like – they had to be out of my top 10. If you watch that team, they are impatient. Patrick Mahomes has no mechanics all of a sudden. Listen, I saw this with RG3 post-injury early in his career. When he came back from injury, his mechanics had just disappeared. Patrick, you know, Patrick Mahomes just, yeah, you can make the sweet sidearm throw, but if you can't make the, the open throw, and you know Andy Reid doesn't like it when you're gaining 10 yards on the ground, that's not good enough for him. He's got to go back to you know, chucking the ball downfield. They just seem like a team, their their head is not in the game. We talked about the details of that Monday night game, how, hey, the Giants have no timeouts at the end of the first half. Maybe just throw a screen pass and at least you'll milk the clock. No, we'll heave it downfield, third and 15. Just give them a shot if it goes incomplete. Like, just they just do stuff that makes no sense. And I think they're a shell, and they're a shell of their former selves. Patrick Mahomes appears to be a shell of his former self. And as we looked back at the Legion of Boom Seahawks, and we we marvel that they only won one Super Bowl. Obviously, they were one yard, perhaps, away from winning two. But we marvel that they only won one Super Bowl. We're going to look back at this Chiefs outfit, and we're going to be amazed that they only won one. The uh, My 11th team, by the way, was New England. So let's just do this real quick because we have 20 seconds, but real quick. 32 Texans? Yes. 30, 31 Jacksonville for me. And 30? Uh, Miami's 30. So we had trouble coming up with who would be three and four. Miami's polluting that. Chicago's even in there. It's really tough to come up with it after the first few bad ones. Okay, uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about NBA Coach of the Year. And let's talk Survivor as well. So many options. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ben MGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either New York or Indianapolis. 
And if either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets tonight, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app and it'll take you but a few seconds. Or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if either New York or Indianapolis scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander. Shout out to Buster Posey, Jeff. Buster Posey, who uh, is going to announce his retirement this morning in San Francisco at the age of 34. Straight to Cooperstown. Three-time World Series champion, a dude who won Rookie of the Year, won an MVP, won not one but two Comeback Players of the Year awards, um, won a batting title, wait, I'm not done yet, had a rule change based on him getting hurt, uh, just phenomenal player, straight to Cooperstown. Again, the one guy that still that was currently on the Giants roster this past year who was part of all three World Series championship teams in 2010, 2012, 2014. Uh, congratulations to Buster, to, uh, Buster Posey on just an amazing career. And what a way to go out with just a phenomenal year. And um, all the best to him. Two kids, um, uh, biological, and then they adopted two more kids. Just wants to be a dad, man. Wants to be a father. Um, so good for him. Buster Posey, straight to the Hall of Fame. San Francisco Giant, great. Uh, okay, NBA. Uh, people heard me say earlier this week that I that uh, Michael Montesano, who won the Booby Prize in uh, Circle Millions last year, we were talking this week, and he's like, there's a Rudy Gobert triple-digit number out there for MVP. So I sort of looked at the numbers, and I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, let's bet this. We went on in, in on it together. And um, Rudy Gobert got it 125 to 1. Do you have that tweet that I sent you this morning? This is, uh, this is a tracker of MVP. And I know, listen, the season is, is not even 10% through. But this is from Hoop Central, updated MVP tracker via, by the way, basketball references where they got this from. Jimmy Butler won, Rudy Gobert two. So now there's two problems with this, Jeff, that I've uh, that I figured out here. One, this just in, it's November. Just want to point that out. So I get it. Gobert ahead of Curry, Jokic, and others. Giannis, KD. Uh, the other, the other bugaboo to this Rudy Gobert bet that I have is now. Wait for it. There appears to be a stat that people are really hung up on, and I just want you to hold, hold please, because what I'm about to say is, is breaking. Points oh, man. seems to be something that people care about. And that's kind of the thing with Rudy. Like, how many points does he have to average? Does he have to have a 20-20? Here, here's, here's Rudy Gobert's path to the MVP. If he averages 20 points and 20 rebounds, and Utah ends up with the number one seed in the West, do you give him MVP? That's his path anyway. Uh, my big issue, more than anything, is if Utah is going to be the number one seed, it probably means Donovan Mitchell had an equal or better season to Rudy Gobert, and that's where the eyeballs are going to go. Hey, listen, don't pollute this any further than it needs to be. 2020, number one seed. I got a shot that way. <laughs> Your point is well taken. Just messing. All right, NBA coach of the year, talking about like looking at something all you know way too early. We'll get to Survivor. I know you Survivor people out there like, get to Survivor already. Uh, NBA Coach of the Year. I just want to, everybody's plus 750 or longer. 
So, you know, nice bang for your buck on, on pretty much everybody. But I just want to go through some names and get your reaction here, Jeff. Let's go to the category of this person can't possibly win it, okay? Steve Nash cannot possibly win this, correct? correct. Okay, let's keep moving down. Um, Tom Thibodeau cannot possibly win this. Don't agree. You think you get back-to-back coach of the years? If the if the Knicks somehow end up in the top three in the East? Top three? No, top one, yes. Not that top three, I think, would be enough. Ah. I, I, again, I don't think he will, but no. I'm not saying impossible. If things. the Knicks end up third, where did they end up last year? End up four. Okay. If they go from fourth to third, Jeff, he's not winning a back-to-back. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm not going to say impossible on that one. There was a third name up there the other day that I was like, there's no way this dude can win either. Who was it? I can't remember now. Okay. But he's not on this. He's not even listed on this short shot uh, board at this point. Mike Budenholzer is also on the cannot win it list. Having won the NBA championship last year, you don't think he can win it? Um, yeah, I just don't I just don't see how, how that goes down with, with Thibodeau. And now, Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder, who were the two supposedly snubbed last year, if you believe that Thibodeau... Uh, you know, shouldn't have won. Snubbed is in quotes because Thibodeau deserved it. They exceeded their season win total by more games than any anyone last year. The Knicks, uh, Monty Williams twenty to one. Can I interest you in that? Quinn Snyder fourteen to one. Can I interest you in that? I would. I, I'll tell you, man. Wes Unseld Jr. at twenty five to one. Wizards look good early this season. You know, so there's there's some names up here. Nate McMillan with the Hawks fourteen to one. Can Steve Kerr win it in Golden State if they finish first in the West? I don't think it's impossible. I think it's unlikely, though. Who would you bet here? Nobody. Nobody. No. No, I don't don't think there's anyone that's bettable right now. It's too early. Yeah. It's too early. I I mean, look, if you're going off just how these teams look, the Miami Heat are just destroying people right now. And they're they're winning. Gil, their point differential right now per game is 16.7. Even in a small sample size like that, that I can't remember a number that ridiculous in the NBA. So they're just destroying people right now. But I don't want to bet a plus seven fifty in the coach of the year market on November fourth. No, I don't want to. This do is that. more. This is more for the throwouts than anything else. The, uh, I, I think look, Steve Nash is a throwout, and I really do think Tom Thibodeau is a throwout. Na- Nash and Budenholzer are the two complete throwouts. Boy, you really want to ram Thibodeau through Congress, don't you? I don't think it's impossible. It's unlikely, but I don't think it's impossible. Frank Vogel can't win. Can he? I, I'll agree with that. He wasn't even on our board. That's the, He was the third guy. Yeah. Can't All right. win. All right, let's go to Survivor. That's what the people come to hear. Survivor talk. All right, so this is the week where it gets splintered, right? Like the the days, I don't know if, the, I don't know if we won't, you know, maybe we'll have another in the future where a lot of people are behind one specific team, obviously Thanksgiving and Christmas, with only three options are going to produce that. But in a normal week now, will we ever get anything but a splintered survivor sort of uh, pool percentages? This week you have, there's 14 football games, right? Four teams are on buys. So there's 14 games, and you've got no short of eight or nine different options. You have more survivor options this year than you have games where there are not survivor options. So Indianapolis tonight, right? Indianapolis tonight, double-digit favorite against your New York Jets. By the way, since they're your New York Jets, do you think uh, the Jets are alive tonight, or do you think they've got tape on Mike White and God help the Jets? I, You know what? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I really have no idea. It wouldn't shock me if the Jets win the game outright. really wouldn't. 
and it wouldn't shock me if the Jets lose the game by five touchdowns. <laughs> There's a very wide range of what could happen tonight. The amazing thing is we're about to get to nine different games. I don't trust a single one of them. Well, not a single one. I do trust one or two of them. But, but most of them I don't. So there's Indianapolis tonight. If it's Davis Mills for the Texans, would you play the 1-7 Dolphins against the Texans? I, I can't. I, I, if I was in this and I made it halfway through the season and I was eliminated with this Miami Dolphins You'd hate team, yourself. You'd hate I yourself. couldn't live with myself. <laughs> okay. Really couldn't. <laughs> Watch. Watch what you say here. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then Dallas. We don't know if it's Dak or not, and they're big favorites against Denver, so that's dicey too, right? The deadline is 3 p.m. Pacific Saturday. You don't know if you can play Dallas, and there's a Thanksgiving consideration with Dallas. I, I would I would, I would, would hold on Dallas for right now. Hold it as late as you can. If Dak's in, yes, this is definitely a consideration. Let me go through the rest real rapid fire. New Orleans, six-point favorites in their game. Um, who's New Orleans playing again? New Orleans. Atlanta. Atlanta, that's right. Okay, so New Orleans is an option. Buffalo, biggest favorite on the board on the road, okay, against Jacksonville. But there is a Thanksgiving consideration for the Bills, if you're in Circa anyway. Baltimore, six-point favorites against Minnesota. Do you trust Baltimore to beat, of all these opponents, maybe the best one in Minnesota, quite frankly? Uh, And then Pittsburgh Monday night hosting the Chicago Bears, do you trust Pittsburgh? So, and, and then, then there's Kansas City now added to the mix. I had somebody tell me yesterday, like, oh, what a gift for Survivor players. Uh, now they can use Kansas City. I'm like, or is it? To me, this could be the worst thing that happened to Survivor players because you're trusting the Chiefs, even against Jordan Love. Oh, boy. And those are all the biggest spreads. But then, like, somebody else might think to themselves, well, I know the spread's not there, but I kind of like the Chargers against the Eagles. So those are nine. I have no idea who I'm picking still. Power power rating the options here. I know they're on Thanksgiving, but Buffalo's got to be number one, Gil. Right, but the problem is Buffalo's on Thanksgiving, and then Buffalo plays Jacksonville on Week 18. I don't know Jets. The Jets. I don't know if that game's going to mean anything to them, but like Buffalo, you have to kind of plan with. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't know. I have no idea. I'm curious uh, about beating the book what people think they're going to do. Obviously, it depends on who you have left, but Survivor, fascinating this week. We'll come back unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either New York or Indianapolis. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if either New York or Indianapolis scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. 
The VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, 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 and we bring that excitement. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 